Isaiah 43, verse 18 and verse 19. How many came to hear the word today? Isaiah 43, verse 18 and verse 19 says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall ye not know it. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Remember ye not the formal thing, that's things in your past. Neither consider the things of old, the way things have always been. He says, behold, I will do what kind of thing? I will do a new thing. And he says, it shall spring forth, shall ye not know it? So that's the indication there that God can be doing something and you not even be aware of it. He says, shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I want to start talking to you this morning about a season of change. A season of change. I want to, let me give you four things just, just right off the bat, four statements here I want to give you. God does nothing new in principle, only in practice. God does nothing new in principle, only in practice. That when we talk about God doing a new thing, God never changes his principles. His principles are established laws, and his laws never change. But the new thing with God is going to be new in practice. Statement number two, the worst place to be is where God was. You always want to be where God is. The worst place to be is where God was. You always want to be where God is. Statement number three, what was the will of God for you then may not be the will of God for you now. What was the will of God for you then may not be the will of God for you now. That's how you get caught up in tradition. And then number four, to fully embrace a new thing, you must understand and respect seasons of change. To fully embrace a new thing, a new thing that God desires to do in your life, to fully embrace that, you have to understand, not only understand, but also have respect for seasons of change. Tell a person next to you, say, God will take you through changes. Amen. Amen. And so, my objective for this teaching is, because I want to talk to you from this subtopic, embracing a new thing. Embracing a new thing. And my objective is to bring you and I to the place in our lives where we understand, we value, and we appreciate change, thus embracing it as we would a dear friend. 
give it to you again, is to come to a place in our lives where we understand, value, and appreciate change, thus embracing it as we would a dear friend. Many people don't like change. But one thing that is certain that we could establish today is your life will always go through changes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Whether those changes, because change can come from two sources, or, or, or change can be the result of one of two things. Number one, change can be initiated. That's change you decide to make. Or number two, change can be imposed. And that's because due to a situation, due to a circumstance, now you're forced to change. All right. And mainly the change, the change that we, we pretty much resist and despise and dislike is the change that is imposed upon us. Yes, sir. Maybe the organization has made a decision and now that, that forces you to change. Maybe a husband or a wife has made a decision and that forces now you to change. Or maybe someone in, you're in a relationship with, or, or, or maybe, you know, some things have happened in your life. And, and now as a result of those things that have happened in your life, it is imposing change upon you. Yeah. Right. Amen. Yeah. One thing for sure, we all go through changes. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And so now, here's, here's, here's the thing with the changes that we go through, your level of frustration can be minimized or maximized based on your understanding, your acceptance, or your management of the change that has happened in your life. All right. All right. So whenever change comes, I need to get an understanding of the change, Whenever change comes, I need to start valuing this change, and I also need to properly manage this change. Because one thing for sure, I'm going to go through changes. Amen. 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 Changes have brought all of us to different places in life. Change could be good. Change could be a blessing. Change could always be great for you. Amen. Amen. So we got to learn how to properly manage change. Go to Genesis chapter 8. And verse 22, I want to kind of minister this and not just do a whole lot of teaching, but things always change. Change is a law of life. Amen. You can't get by without changes. Amen. Amen. Thinking changes. The way you used to think, you may not think that way anymore. That's right. People change. And that's not always a bad thing, but, but, but people change. You've changed. You're not the way you used to be. Remember the Apostle Paul said, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. Got it? He says, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. What is he saying? I changed. I changed. And you have changed. Some things have helped you in the process of your change, but we all have changed, and we're going to continue to change. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Genesis chapter 8 and verse number 22. And in Genesis 8 and verse 22, it says, While the earth remained, what? Seed time 
and harvest. What else? Coal and heat. What else? And what else? So is it always going to be winter? Is it always going to be summer? Is it always going to be cold? Is it always going to be hot? Is it always going to be day? Is it always going to be night? No. Why? Because things change. Things will change. One day is hot, next day is cold. One season is winter, another season is, is, is summer. It's night, then it's day. Things change because change is a law of life. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. This is our first lesson today and we want to lay a good foundation that we can build on. Ecclesiastes chapter number 3. You are going to go through changes. Amen. The seasons of your life are going to change. The seasons of your life is going to change. Method of operation changes. Things always change. Things always change. And what happens is we try to go into the new holding on to the old. Amen. And the thing with God is to really appreciate the new, we have to be willing to let go of the old. You got to leave the past behind you. Amen. Be it a past relationship, be it a past uh, channel of supply, because channel of supplies change. What, what, what was your employment last year may not be your employment this year, may not be your employment. You know, things will change. Things will change. And so we got to properly manage those changes based on the timing and seasons of our lives. Look at uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse number 1. Whenever you hear people talk about timing and talk about seasons, this is, this is a scripture that is so germane to that. He says in verse number 1, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So seasons do change. Look what he says, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which was planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, time to break down, time to build up, time to weep, time to laugh, time to mourn, a time to dance, time to cast away stones, time to gather stones together, time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. Time to get, time to lose, time to keep, a time to cast away, a time to rent, a time to sow, a time to keep silent, a time to speak, a time to love, a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. In the Hebrew, this word time also is translated seasons. Seasons. Say seasons change. Seasons. Say it again, seasons change. It also means the proper time and appointed time, the appropriate time, are periods of times. So there are periods when we go through certain things and different things. But change is a practical part of God's plan for your life. Change is a practical part of God's plan for your life. Tell the person that you say, you can always expect change. Tell someone on the other side, say, you can always expect change. Now, let's go back to our foundational text in Isaiah 43 and verse number 18. Isaiah 43 and verse 18. Let's go back there and let's look at what God says he, he will do. 
Isaiah 43 and verse number 18 and 19. Now, of course, we know, well, of course, the, when, when this scripture was written here in Isaiah uh, 40, 43 and verse 18 and 19, of course, God was not talking to, God was not talking to the New Testament church when this word was given to Isaiah. He was basically talking about the Jews and he was talking about the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, and was talking about doing a new thing in them based on the old experiences that they had had. Number one, their deliverance from Egypt, the bondage there in Egypt, and then number two, their captivity from uh, from Babylon, when they were held captive in Babylon. They were there 70 years, and God said, after that, I'm going to cause you to return to a place. I'm going to visit you and be to begin to care for you all over again. But still, even in this text, we can see principles that we can apply into our lives where God will allow you and I to go through encounters, to allow you and I to have experiences so he can create a new thing in our lives. Now, verse number 18 says, Remember ye not the formal things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Now, folks, that is awesome. That God said, even if you are in the wilderness, if you will just make changes, if you would just recognize both the time and the seasons of your life, even in your wilderness, I can cut a road for you. So God says that even in the wilderness, you don't have to be lost because I can cut a path for you. Even in the wilderness, and even if you are in a dry place, a desolate place, if you are in the desert, God say, I'll create some rivers for you even in the desert. So it doesn't matter where you are, God can come to right where you are and begin to work in your life, whether you are stuck in a wilderness or whether you are in a dry place in your life, God will show up if you can make the right changes, understand the seasons of your life, and he can create something miraculous in your life. Yes. And when he does that, you will no longer remember your former. See, the reason you won't embrace the new thing because you think the old is better. Amen. Now, I want to read another translation. It's the Young's Literal Translation, and it says, Lo, I am doing a new thing. Now it springeth up. Do you not know it? Yea, I put in a wilderness away. In a desert place, a desolate place, I'll create floods for you. So God knows how to come the way you are. Now, here's the principle of the text. God wants to do some miraculous, marvelous, and majestic things in your life. But when you are determined to hold on to the old, to the former, your perception becomes distorted so you won't embrace your season of change, thus missing the new thing that God is attempting to do. Amen? Amen. Now, let me give it to you again. God wants to do some miraculous, some marvelous, and majestic things in your life. But when you hold on to the old, to the former, your perception becomes distorted so you won't embrace your season of change, thus missing the new thing that God's attempting to do in your life. 
Tell the person next to you, say, don't miss what God wants to do in your life. Let's go to Isaiah 65 and verse 17. Isaiah 65 and verse number 17. Because God, God can create a new thing in your life and cause you to forget about all old stuff in your life. But you got to be able to trust him. Oh, I heard that. First of all, you got to trust him with your life. <laughs> you got to come to a place of comfort where, oh, I just, I just where's, where's my, look, 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 look. Uh, Jeremiah 29 and 11. Let's, let's, let's just take a, let's just pull over and let's just, let's just take a, a break right there. Jeremiah 29 and 11 and, and, and go to the, go to the message Bible. <laughs> because this, this is right off of the hills where he was talking about when he told them, I'm going to do a new thing. He had just finished talking to them about their bondage and their captivity in Babylon. And so Jeremiah 29 and 11, that if you and I are going to experience new things that God wants to do in our lives, the first thing we have to do is be able to trust him with our lives. In other words, we have to come to a place of comfort and confidence that God does know what he's doing. Glory to God. Look what he says in verse number, uh, verse, number 20, verse number 10. He says, this is God's word on the subject. As soon as Babylon's 70 years are up and not a day before, I'll show up and take care of you as I promised and bring you back home. I know what I'm doing. He says, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out, plans to take care of you, not abandon you, plans to give you the future you hope for. So God knows what your hopes are. He knows what kind of future you're looking for. But you got to know, first of all, that God really does know what he's doing. And so when you look at everything that's going on in your life, this happening, that happening, this going on, that going wrong, but you got to know God knows what he's doing. Because if God wasn't going to use it, he wouldn't have let it happen to you. But you got to know that God knows what, even if I don't know what I'm doing, God knows what he's doing. And I don't know how God's going to take care of me in this situation, but his word says he know what he's doing, and not only does he know what he's doing, and he ain't just doing something off the cuff. He got it all planned out. Amen. Tell the person next to you, say, God knows what he's doing. You're trying to figure out why this is happening and why that happening and why this ain't working right and, and why they ain't working right. And there's some things that can happen in our lives, folks, that could cause pain, that could bring stress, distress, could cause us to become discouraged. But whenever something happens in your life, you got to start asking this question, what time is it? Why this had to happen now? It doesn't seem like a good time for this to happen now, but why it happened now? What time is it? What is God trying to do? What is he trying to bring me to? Where is he trying to promote me to? What is he trying to work out in me? I got to respect the season of change. When, uh, when something happens, um, uh, 
murder, accident, uh, whatever, and it involves law enforcement. What's critical for them? The time. Because they're trying to put this thing together. Right. Trying, and, and if we can get the times. You say you was here, you say you was over there, but, but, but what, what, what time, what time, what time, what, what, what time? We just, we, just, we, just need, we just need to know the time. Well, right now I need to know who. I just need to know what time was it. You said you were here. What, what time were you here? And then they asked somebody else just to back that up. Now, now he was here, right? Okay, now what, what time was he here? Because see, if we can get the timeline right. We, we, we can figure out what happened if we can get, man, look, they can piece this thing together and convict you based on a timeline. And so the same thing, whenever something happens in your life, it doesn't matter if you're terminated from a job. It doesn't matter if you've lost a loved one. You got to ask yourself, okay, what time, what is God up to? What, what time is it? Why did it have to happen at this time? Because if I can, if I can get my timing right, I can be, begin to see what God is doing in my life because I say, okay, yeah, that was during the time when God was trying to grow me. Yeah, that, that was during the time when God was trying to get me to trust. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. That was during the time when God was trying to get me to trust him more. That was during the time when God was trying to get me to stop leaning to my own understanding and start acknowledging. I know what time it was. That was during the time when God was trying to get me to stop being so dependent on everybody else. Yes, It's the timing. You're going to go through changes. And when things happen to bring change in your life, you start asking yourself, okay, God, what time is it? What time is it? What are you trying to do? What do you want me to do right now? Because people, it's, it's time that determines what we do. Time determines what, time has a lot to do with what we do. There's a time for everything. There's a time to go to work. What, what time, what, 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 what time, what, what time you go to work? You go to work at seven in the morning. Okay. Show up at 3 a.m. <laughs> don't think something wrong with you. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Why? Because there ain't time. Ain't time. All right. See? So if he got to be to work at 7, he know by a certain time. Yes, yeah. See, time suggests get up. Yeah. Right. Time suggests get in the car. That's right. See, time determines what we do. Every day of your life, time determines what you do. So it is in the spirit. See, just like, see, we got it in the natural. Some of us do because we're still getting placed late where we got to go. We don't understand time yet. Amen. 730 told you a long time ago, get out of here. It's time for you to go. Time for you to go. But you ain't paying no attention to time. And so now just like it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit. That when something happens in my life, that suggests change. Folks, you got to know God's always trying to work something out in you. And so when things happen that suggest I change, I need to know what time is it in my life. Yeah. 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 Thank you. 
This is the time I'm working on my integrity. This happened the very time when I said I was going to start trusting God. This happened the very time when I committed to do this for God. This happened the very time. It's timing. Timing is everything. You can do what God says at the time he didn't tell you to do it and be in disobedience. Yes. Amen. Are you listening to me? So why are all these things happening in my life? Why are all these things happening in my life? Say change. Why did I lose a child? See, change. Because see, that forces you to change. It imposes a change. Why did they let me go? See, that's, that imposes a change. Why my husband had to leave? Come on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Come on. Why my wife had to commit adultery? Oh, Come on, yeah. Why my daughter had to get pregnant? Come on, my God. Yeah. See, I'm just trying to get you. I'm not saying God's doing all that, but I'm saying God will use all that to bring change. See, remember he said, whatever your wilderness is, I can make a road in the wilderness for you. And whatever your desert, your dry place is, I'm not saying God created the dry place, but in the dry place, he'll create water for you. Seasons of change. And I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm excited because few weeks ago my wife and I was in a, in, a, in, a, in a worship experience and a man of God was, was, was ministering and prophesying and laying hands on people and all of that and, and he called us out and when he called us out he just said easy it's going to be easy so I, I, I began to appreciate that because I said okay now so whatever happens in my life it's my word. I'm, I'm not going to be worried. I'm not frustrated. I'm not scared. I'm, I'm not anxious. This one's going to be easy, baby. This one, this one, this one's going to be easy. This going to be easy. So whatever adjustments I have to make, whatever happens from here, it's going to be easy. Hallelujah. And as you have freely received, freely give, I declare over your life, it's going to be easy. Amen. Easy. Amen. You may think it's going to be hard because it hurts so bad, yeah. but I declare it's going to be easy. You got to forget the former things of old. The old employment, forget it. The old relationship, forget it. The old way of thinking, the old thought pattern, whatever your formal thing is that you're trying to hold on to that's keeping you from coming into your new, you got to let it go. Don't even consider the formal things of old. You got to let it go, man. Can you see somebody? I'm trying to go into my future with all this garbage and all this stuff and all my hurts and all my pain and getting all my disappointment and bringing all that. And you wonder why you so messed up now. That's because you won't leave all. You just got to leave all this stuff behind you and step into the new that God has for you. Let it go.
Got to let it go. Seasons of change demand you change. Now, here's a principle of change. Change is personal and involves nobody else. Change is personal. Change ain't got nothing to do with the group. Change has nothing to do with the company. Change has nothing to do with your spouse. Change is personal and involves nobody else. If the baby, you know, has, has uh, you know, uh, you know, used it on himself, has a dirty diaper on, I don't need to change. <laughs> baby need to change. Come on, everybody in the house don't need to change. Just the baby with the stinky need to change. Change is personal and it involves nobody else. Baby need to change. Whoever stinking need to change. You the one with the poo-poo attitude. You, you, you the one need to change. It ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. It, it has everything to do with you. Bringing that foul attitude and foul odor all in the house. Got folk check. Is that me? That, no, that's him. Just turn to the person next to you and say, see if that's them. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I want to, let's go to Isaiah 65, verse 17. God wants to do a new thing in your life. God is so determined. He knows what he's doing. Say, God, I'm glad you know what you're doing. You know why a lot of times we don't know what we're doing? Because we don't know the times. We don't know the times and we don't know the seasons and we don't understand the times and the season. We won't know what to do. We won't know what to do. Amen. Now look at Isaiah 65 and 17. For behold, I create new heavens and new earth. Watch this. And the formal shall not be remembered. See, one of the ways God gets us to forget about that stuff behind us is to create new stuff in our life. But we got, we got to trust him to do it. He said, nor come into mind, this former, it shall not be remembered, nor come into mind, but, ye, but be ye glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. <laughs> he said, be glad and rejoice in that which I create. Roads in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, a new business coming out of a termination. Come on. Be glad and rejoice in that which I create. So don't look at what's around God's creating. You got to look at what God is creating. 
And when God creates a new, it causes you to forget the formal thing. Man, I'm telling you, God can, God can blow your mind. God can do something miraculous. God can do something, God can do something that'll make you forget about the old. Yes, he will. Amen. Yes, he will. The person you thought you couldn't live without. The person you thought you couldn't make it without. God will create something new in your life and they'll never come into mind. Jesus, 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 Jesus was with his disciples one day and he heard about a wedding feast that was in Canaan. He wasn't scheduled to be there. He was just out with the disciples. They just chilling and they hear say, well, what y'all want to do? Well, here there's a wedding in Canaan. Y'all want to stop by there? I say, well, yeah, you, you know, we ain't got no meeting till tomorrow. We might well go on by there. They go by there and the Bible said, that when he gets to the wedding, cause the feast had lasted about seven days. That's when they really got married and celebrated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to have long money to celebrate seven days. You know, <laughs> you know, we can't do seven hours. You know, you know how much that gonna cost you? <laughs> so Jesus and the disciples stopped by, and when they stopped by, uh, they run out of wine. They run out of wine, and so, you know, Jesus, he, he had to wear it, and he having a good time. He's standing over there in the corner, hand in his pocket. <laughs> and Mary seen it. Oh, that go Jesus, because they said, we out of wine. We run out of wine. And Jesus', Jesus mom comes to us and said, uh, Jesus, they, they didn't run out of wine. And he said, look, look, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I didn't even want nobody to recognize me. I'm just, look, I'm just, I'm just chilling. You know, I, I, ain't, I ain't here for all that. That's what he told us. I, I ain't here. Because he said, he said, my hour is not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you study him saying my hour is not yet, he said, it ain't even time for me to do miracles. I'm just, I'm just chilling. I'm off today. I'm, just, I'm off. And she walks away. And here's what she says. She says to the disciples, Whatever he say, you do it. So Jesus is there, and he see the, you know, the party didn't change because there ain't no more wine. <laughs> Come on, you know how it is when you run out. Come on, are we, are we trying to act like, <laughs> you know, you ready to go now, you know. <laughs> Come on now, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Come on, man, let's go, man. Ain't, you know, <laughs> DJ jamming, you ain't concerned about that. Look, man, ain't no more wine, let's go. <laughs> So Jesus says, he sees six water pots. And these were water pots that were used for the purification of the Jews. And so Jesus says, fill them to the brim. Just fill them up with water. They fill them with water. And then Jesus says, now, now pour out and take it to the governor first. And folks, you have to have confidence that he know what he's doing. Take it to the governor? Let's let the yard man try it first, don't <laughs> You know, the governor, he's the one that can state my execution. <laughs> so I don't want to take it to him. He said, take it to the governor first. The governor drinks it, and the governor makes this statement. He said, now normally, they normally drink up all the good stuff first and then bring out the cheap wine. Yeah. You know about that cheap wine? Yeah. 
then they normally bring out the cheap stuff. But he said, in this case, they've saved the best for last. And so I'm trying to get you to see that what you think is the best right now, if you just be willing to let it go and do what he said and trust that he know what he's doing, you'll be saying, whoo, he have saved the best days for last. You think you living now, you think you enjoying it now, you think you having a good life now, if you just trust him, you'll be saying, man, I didn't know it could get any better than this. I declare that your ladder shall be greater than your former. And though your beginning be small, your ladder in shall greatly increase. I'm telling you, you think you maxed out now. You ain't even gotten started yet. God can create a new in your life, a miraculous in your life. It doesn't matter if you're even in the wilderness. He can create a path in your wilderness yes, yes. and folk wondering how you make it they just don't know there's a road been cut in you don't understand what I'm saying they wondering how you getting what you're getting and how you got what you got and how you making it through what you're going through but they just don't understand they see the tree but you down in it looking at the path it's a season of change Everything you go through requires you change. Well, I had to go back to prison. Well, my husband got picked up again. I got to make some changes. I got to embrace this new thing. That God wants to do. Yeah. And that's one of the things I'm always careful of in this ministry. Making sure we don't get caught by something old. Yeah. Something we used to do. Everything suggests change. And sometimes when it comes to the things of God, to the house of God, many times people don't like to change. Why we gotta be changing stuff and just leave stuff alone? And just don't, don't come up in here changing nothing. Yes, i never forget one time, I, I, uh, this is many years ago, I was young, I must have been about 18, 19 years old. And uh, I was, I was you know, during that time, you know, you, you know those who, who are preachers, you understand, you know, I was trying out for a church. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, had my best suit, my best sermon. Yeah, yeah. You know, my best hoop. I'm trying to get to church, man. And I never forget that dignity. He said, now one thing you need to understand, young man, you ain't gonna be changing nothing. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> now, let me give you, I have a few minutes left. Let me, let me do this. Let me go to let me go to First Chronicles. I'm gonna I'm I'm do this. Man, you get blessed. Yeah. Don't be disturbed when things happen in your life. Start looking at the time of where you are. Where am I right now? What time is it? What time is it? What, 
What season am I in right now? Where am I in my life right now? That's what you want to identify. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 32. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, 1 Chronicles. Excuse me. Yeah, 1 Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 32. Timing. The changes that have. Man, I've done a lot of changing. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. You know, my wife and I have changed a whole lot. Since we've gotten married. Just just change all, all the time. Don't, don't be discouraged by things. Amen. Change must happen. Amen. Change must happen. Even, even if it's somebody else, and, and now based on somebody else's decision, now I gotta make some changes. Amen. So don't 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 see don't don't let the enemy fool you. Because somebody does something, it requires you make some change. You, well, why, why I got to change? I ain't the one to, no, see, that, that's something you need to change. Because one thing for certain, you are impacted by that decision. So I need, I need, to, I need to change. Amen. You know, you know, uh, you know, people who, <laughs> who are married, and your spouse keep, you know, going outside the marriage covenant. And, uh, and you know, so you, you know, look like every, every year, every two years, or, or every so often, he, you know, he go outside, or she go outside the marriage, and yada, yada, yada. And see, my, my thing is, you know, and you know, they just need to change. See, my thing, why, they don't, you need to change. <laughs> So like you, you, you need to change. Somebody beating you up, and you say they, they need to change. Uh-uh, hmm. you, you need to change. Because they, they doing what they do. They doing, they, they're doing what they do. You got it? Say change. Now watch this in Isaiah, I mean, First Chronicles. First Chronicles, chapter 12, 32. Look what he says. And the children, that word children is translated sons of Issachar. It says children, but the sons of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do. So when you understand time, you know what to do. When you understand time, you know what to do. Think about it in the natural. When you understand time, you know what to do. If it's a certain time and you have to be a certain place, the time will let you know what you're supposed to be doing right now. Got it? Got to understand time. Let's look at one more and we'll be done. Our last scripture for the day. Go to Esther, the book of Esther. And this is prior to right before uh, Esther was made queen. That was a queen before Esther. Um, and it's, actually, it's pronounced... It is spelled V-A-S-H, 
T-I, but it's actually pronounced Vasti because the, the, the T, it's, 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 a, um, uh, it's, it's, it's not the T, the, the I, the I is silent. And in the Hebrew, it's, it's Vasti. So she was the queen. She was the queen. Did I say the T was silent? The I. Okay, the I was silent. And so it's, it's actually, it's actually Vast, Vasti. Now watch this. And so what happened was the king was throwing a, a party. He was throwing a big party. It had been going on for several days. And so the, the king, the queen, she, she had her own party going on. She had her own party going on in another section of the palace. And she had all the women in there with her, so they had their own party going on. The king wanted her to come in because he wanted to show her off. She was beautiful. He wanted everyone to see her. So then when the king sent for her, the king had his servants to come and say, go and send for the queen, tell her to come here. Well, she wouldn't come. She said she wasn't coming. Hmm. <laughs> Amen. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's a new thing. See that? That's a new thing right there. See that? I, I like the old better. <laughs> okay, so watch this. So in verse number 13, now look what happens in verse 13. Then the king said to the wise men, which knew the times, for so was the king's matter toward all that knew law and judgment. The Amplified says, for this was the king's procedure toward all who were familiar with law and judgment. So here's what the king did. <clears throat> the king sent for, uh, the, the message Bible calls them his executive advisors because they knew what to do. When it, whenever it talks about they knew the times, it's really saying they always knew what to do. And so he wanted to know how to handle this matter. And so they gave him wisdom on what he needed to do, so he ends up removing uh, uh, the first lady Vasti, and he brings uh, Esther in as the queen now. But he talked to those who knew what to do. He talked to those, he got advice from those who knew the times. Amen. I want to go back to the, the analogy I gave you earlier about law enforcement. They want to talk to somebody who can give them some times. Times of when this happened, times of when, when that happened. And so here's my point to you in reading these two passages. When you understand time, You'll always know what to do. Amen. You have to know what time it is in your life. Amen. It may be a time where God's trying to grow you. Yeah. It may be a time where you're working on your character. A time where you're learning to, to become independent. Yeah. Could be a time when, you know, when, when maybe you're thinking about marriage. Could be a time where you're thinking about opening up a business, going into business for yourself. But times, a time when you've been thinking about moving on in life, times, you have to know the time because changes will keep coming. You can't stop it. Change, those who don't change get left in a time capsule. 
It'll be 2010, you still operating like you're in the 70s. Amen. Why? Because you wouldn't make change when the change came. You would not accept the change. Amen? Amen. You go up to a vending machine and you put your money in a vending machine. If that machine doesn't give you change, See, you want, you want whatever it is in the vending machine. Yes, right, right. You want that. Yes, yes. But you want your change, too. Yes. Or you stand at the register, and cashier don't give you your change. See, why you're just not satisfied with the groceries or, or with the purchase? Why you got to have change? But see, why is it we want everything in life but don't want change? Yes, yes, yes. See, you want the big house, but you won't take the change. You want to get married, but you don't want the change. You just walk off and leave your change. But that's not even life. We don't walk off and leave our change. Hello? We don't, we don't walk off and leave our chain. Matter of fact, we'll turn around. Be standing there waiting. Say, sir, I'm done. No, you forgot my chain. What's more important, the change? You, you, you got the stuff you wanted. Won't you just go and go? See, that ain't even gonna work. You already, not, not with you. You already know, not with me either. You already know that ain't gonna, that ain't, that ain't gonna work, ma'am. Don't make them folk come out of here. You better get my, you, you better get my chain. You better get my chain. Why not in your life? Why not in your life take the change with the stuff that you have? You a father now. You have a child now. Take the change. You have a wife now. Take the change. You have a husband now. Take the change. You're the owner of the company now. Take the change. You can't act like an employee. Take the change. Amen. Amen. Your responsibilities have increased. Take the change. You're getting older now. Take the change. Stop acting like a teenager. Pants on the ground. Acting like a fool with your pants on the ground. <laughs> I guess some of y'all seen that, huh? See, I have to. You know, we're not on, you know, we used to be on Highway 6 in the small place, the much smaller place. And I can't tell you the changes that I have had to make. Just as a, as a leader, as a, as a pastor, changes that I have to take with where I am. In every area of my life, you, you got to make changes for where you, where you are. You take the change. You want the goods, you take the change with it. 
Amen? Amen. But whatever changes you have to make, whatever happens in your life, it's going to be easy. Amen. Say, I expect change. I expect change. Amen. 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not frustrated with change. Hello, change. I've been waiting on you. Well, I got change. Can't do that no more. Well, I won't be doing that anymore. Well, can't do that anymore. Well, where I am in my life now, you know, with the, with the time of my life right now, with the season of my life right now, you know, I'm going to have to change. But yeah, you always, yeah, but that was God for me then. That's not God for me now. See, you got to know that because if not, people will trap you. They'll have you stuck in yesteryear. Amen. You know, that's some people you've been caring for. You know, I've been caring for you for quite some time, but for where I am right now, I need to change. I'm not going to be able to do some of the things that I used to do. Amen. Amen. You think you're better than me? No, I don't think I'm better than you. But you know, where I am in my life, it, it suggests that I change. Amen. Amen. Got to take the change. And things can happen that imposes change. Stuff we, a lot of stuff going to happen you ain't even asked for. A lot of stuff going to happen you wish wouldn't even happen. Amen. Am I talking to folk who live in this world? But it's going to be easy for me, and I'm going to take the change. Amen? Come on, let's give the Lord a hand for the word.